I like that. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. This movie. This movie. I'm... Okay, are we... Hmm. Is this a Stockholm Syndrome thing? I... Hmm. Is this movie... Is this movie mm. finally where we've broken? Is, is that the problem? Are we broken individuals at this point? We're ten episodes well, into this. Is this if, something where we have broken as individuals? If we were broken, we Who would also Who is Oliver like Dale? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! God damn it. That is a good question. Welcome to part two of Oliver Dale. <laughs> Oliver Dale, <Daily> watch. <laughs> No, we did. Look, we it, did get his contact for his agent. <laughs> if we were said. broken, we would also like the dog parts of this movie, and that's not true. That is very yeah. yeah. So that must mean we're sane individuals who just also like spooky buddies. Who just also like spooky buddies? Spook. Okay, I mean, we we like the spookums and not the buddies. We like the oh the buddies suck. The, buddies. the movie is great. <laughs> just cut out the, the buddies. <sighs> I'm so mad because the dogs are cute as hell. Like, pick the cutest da dogs for this movie. Yeah. These dogs are all incredible. Like, they're super cute. And then what they do with them is they put them on flat shots against green screen where they, like, CGI their mouths weird and it looks awful. And it's just, like, super tight shots every single time. And it's just flat and awful every time they're on screen. And they're... Ugh, it sucks. This, it sucks this so bad. Yeah, this is a problem with every one of these talking dog movies. Outside mm -hmm. of Sherlock Bones, which I actually like the talking dog parts a little bit, because there was peanut butter and it was cute. Yeah. But, but, like, when you digitally edit the dog, the dog is still just, like, staring forward, probably at mm -hmm. some food. And there's no acting on the face, so they try to cheat it by, like... Digitally moving the eyebrows slightly upward, which doesn't even look like anything. And then no. that's supposed to convey emotion and acting. And instead you get these child actors speaking lines with no weight to them at all. While this dog yeah. stands still among a blurry green screen, just like doing nothing. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, and the way that they do like even action scenes as long as they're talking because they have to show the dogs talking they do it as a flat static shot that is just super tight in on the dog face yeah that's it that's all you get so you only get that as your thing and it's just brutal because you 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 get these tight shots with no movement besides the cgi stuff like I would not be surprised in the slightest to learn that they are actually just still images. That oh, they could be, for sure. Yeah, like that they've edited on top of that a little bit of, like, mouth motion and the eyebrows and stuff. Which, like you were saying, to go further into your point of them editing in, like, eyebrows and things, so that there's some kind of reaction from the dog. The problem is, too, that dogs don't do that. Like, no. dogs don't raise eyebrows. Dogs don't squint eyes, like, if they're looking angry or something. Like, they don't... It's a very human facial expression that they put into these dogs. And it makes it 
really weird and uncanny, right? Because that's not what dogs look like or do, but it is a real dog face looking at you, and it just ends up being disconcerting, and I, I, honestly, all of that wouldn't matter as much if there was actually just... Even if it looked awful, even if it looked absolutely yeah. terrible, it would be a lot better if there were just simply action to it. Like, the fact that it's these static shots that don't do any... Like, there's no motion in them is what's really bad, because... More than anything, it, it doesn't... It cuts into the flow of the movie. Like, you're in the middle of, like, a chase scene or something, right? Like, where the mm -hmm. the evil dog jumps in, like, because there's a, a bad dog that is the Halloween hound summoned from the, the pits Halloween. of hell. <laughs> it is the Halloween hound! <laughs> like that. Except, <laughs> that, that's kind of how they introduce the dog, but then... But then he's just, like, some, like, gravelly rapper or something? I don't know. No, it was Diedrich Bader. It was Diedrich Bader. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's not a rapper. No. Is that who it was? All right. Yeah, it was Diedrich Bader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, you know what would be... He's got it would a real be better if they did... voice, though. He does, does have a very gruff voice. But the, the yeah. problem is that they're running from him. And he, like, jumps into a scene, like, near the end, as a good example of just how much it just undercuts the action, is that he's, like, chasing them, trying to find them, and he finds them, and he jumps into the middle of their scene. And instead of actually having, like, a chase or something, because it's all just green screen them being in this room, instead you just continue the flat shots that are just tight shots on a dog's face that's animated, and it starts bouncing between all of them as they talk at each other. And so instead of having, like, some kind of dynamic chase scene with the puppies running through the house or anything like that, instead of running away, they, you just get, like, a flat shot of one of the Air Buddies' faces, and then they go, oh, no, he's here. Like, it's that. And But they don't run. They don't look scared. The child actors don't convey it well. And so it's just this, it's literally that. It's a flat shot of a face that just goes, oh, no, we need to run. And then there's nothing. And it's like, that sucks. You could have done it where, even if it looked ugly, just, like, fully CGI them even at that point and have him, like, run them through the house as they're, like, knocking things over to try and stop him or something because it just so sharply stops all of the action, right? Like, it's like a brick wall that you run into because that's how they do every shot with the dogs talking in this film. And it really sucks. I, I, just, realized, I just realized how these shots were done and they're exactly... The same as Star Wars Episode 2, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's just cross-shot talking, but with still dogs. If you replace yeah. these dogs with all the characters in Star Wars Episode 2, you get the same fucking movie. Yes, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that shot. So anyway, the dogs suck. Outside of the That's actual dog scenes. Yes. Um... So the actual dog scenes where the actual dogs are moving and it's not CGI and it's not still shot against the green screen. Those are great. Dogs are cute. However, this is a Halloween movie and we need to talk about the Halloween part because welcome to Spooktober month in Rough Cuts. <laughs> I So before we move on though, can yeah. I just say one thing that we mentioned while we were in the movie as well? Mm-hmm. Why did the cute dogs have to be the worst part of this film? How did they do that? How did they do it? I How don't did they know. do that? How did they do they like, hey, we've got a bunch of cute dogs. What are we going to do to fucking ruin it? Like, yeah, and the right? rest of the movie's fine. Why did they do it? Why did they why did they make me hate the cute dogs? Why did they hate me make why did they make me hate the cute dogs? I just well, 
th- this feels a lot like an 80s Halloween yes. movie. When it came out in like 84. And mm-hmm. when it had all the spookums that you would expect. And then there's just these like shitty CGI dog scenes. We're like, alright, can we move on? Can we get to the next scene? That'd be great. Yeah, if you did a super cut <laughs> so. removing all of the dogs from this movie. Uh, like just removing yeah. pretty much that whole storyline and just reshot it a little bit. It would work as a really good Hocus Pocus ripoff. Uh, or Ernest Scared Stupid. It's like or Ernest Scared Stupid. a mashup of But it, like, of it those specifically hits a lot of the same like notes as Hocus Pocus. Like the, oh, for the sure, plot yeah. line feels the same. Like I'm the, saying, the like plot, it, the plot's mm-hmm. the same. Some of the darker elements of the movie are very similar to Ernest Scared Stupid. Yes. So that's something yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we both want to talk about. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is like so. It's really solid. Outside of the dogs, the plot is there is a warlock. From 1937, who's summoning up? Uh, we we start in in media res again with uh, sure. 1937 Halloween, where he's summoning the Halloween Hound out of this magic mirror thing that he has in his big mansion, and somehow the townsfolk all know that he's doing this. I guess because he oh, because he kidnapped the dogs. He kidnapped five dogs. Look, he needs to some, sacrifice. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to sacrifice five young puppies' souls by murdering them into stone uh which is very jojo <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then after stealing their souls you summon the halloween hound which does something like this is yeah. common knowledge everybody knows this lore everybody in this town knows the lore so obviously, obviously they're like ah fucking fucking jeff warlock over there took the pups again better go up to God his damn it, house. jeff warlock is always stealing all of the dogs in town he needs this guy five looks like dogs a jeff. from the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely Jeff Warlock. Jeff Warlock, the art teacher from the school. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. He oh just God. Dark, Jeff dark Warlock's at it again. <laughs> Jeff Warlock. He just gets up to the worst shit. So Jeff Warlock is there, and he's sacrificing five puppies. He needs them specifically to be from the same litter, kind of thing. Like they need to be from the same bloodline, and he it needs it to do it so that like the Halloween Hound has a permanent body, kind of thing. Uh, or whatever dark ritual sure. it, like the that stuff doesn't necessarily matter as long as it's consistent in world once they establish it right yes it, this, and this so, movie and does a does good that. job of establishing halloween mythos when, yes. when it comes to a children's halloween movie it needs to be spooky it needs to be a little dark and there needs to be a myth if there's not a myth then there's no, like, mysterious element to the film. This movie does a really good job of actually fulfilling those uh, key points to make something interesting, which they really did not need to do for fucking Spooky Buddies. They didn't need to do it for this movie. That's the surprising thing. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. I just kind of want to jump around some of the plot points really quick. The plot, yes. So, like, the... Jeff Warlock goes to sacrifice them. He gets interrupted as he's sacrificing the fifth one, which is, honestly, this scene is... There's a lot of, like, goofy kid shit that's kind of stupid, but, like, it's stupid in a kid's movie way, and so it's not entirely intended to be funny, but I also still find it kind of funny, and it's not... I I wouldn't consider it, like, a sin of the movie. It's just, like, a kid's movie kind of thing. But it's kind of great that four of the dogs are dead, as they're coming in to get it. Like, let's be clear. Yeah. They're dead. They're turned to stone. 
And then they're like, all right, let's swallow the soul of this last dog. And the last dog goes, you know, I've changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like, die. Well, the, well, the, so four, good. the four puppies so before that one were like, yes, kill me next. Kill me next. Yeah, they were Yay. all like, oh, I want to see the Halloween hound. Because he's like, oh, do you want to see the yeah. Halloween hound puppies? Like, he's trying to, like, yeah. get them to see the hound. And then, like, the hound steals their souls. And then, like, as the last one is going to get eaten. And he's watched all the other ones die in front of him. And he goes, he's like, yeah, no, no I'm good. I Actually, I'm good. <laughs> I've not decided to do <laughs> And it's like, it took four? It took you four years <laughs> to get there? This took you way too long, my friend. Jesus. <laughs> but this cute little beagle uh, gets its soul ripped from its body, which is like you said, like, it's actually kind of dark. Like, they kill these yes. dogs. And then it, it gets its soul ripped from its body, and they interrupt it right then. And it as its soul is traveling into the mirror... They stop the warlock, and that means that the soul doesn't go through, and then the warlock gets trapped behind the mirror as well with the hound. Okay, can can we talk about how he surfs on a staff yet? Because that happened during this scene, too. Oh, God, it did happen during this part. That's when they first introduced it, isn't yeah. it? Go ahead. I, he, I'll he let just, you have the okay, so rad guy, Jeff the, Warlock. The, the fucking town militia slash whatever mob comes over to Jeff Warlock's fucking mansion of spookiness. <laughs> and, and they kick down his front door. He's waiting at the top of his little staircase that goes into the foyer. And he's like, Aha! You'll never get me, you fuckers! And he jumps on his fucking staff that he was just holding. This huge fucking staff with, like, a, a gem on it. Places it yeah. down. And then slowly surfs down each step, one at a time, hovering above yeah. them on this thing. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, ha, what are you doing in my house? I'll turn you into frogs. Leave me alone. And then he slowly turns around and goes back up on his staff, surfing one step very, at a time. Very, slowly skates back <laughs> upward. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, shit. Hold up. Yeah, oh, no, 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 it's not Rad Wizard. This movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> this movie's great. Oh, man, I need him to do all grind down that rail. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So good. How is this more efficient than walking? <laughs> he's not riding it to be very, very clear. This is not a broomstick that he's riding like a no. witch where he's straddling it. He jumps on this thing like sideways like a skateboard, turns his Jeff Warlock hat sideways and goes, Yo, yeah. what's up, townsfolk? Here's Jeff Warlock in your house. And he just <laughs> down the fucking stairs. tricks. <laughs> it just, it's so good. It's so good. He, he does like a kickflip and an ollie. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh the God. little child whose dog this is, which is actually important later. Yep. They bring all of this back. The little child whose dogs these are and who goes to rescue them is, starts chasing after him. He, he turns a couple of the townsfolk into frogs and then he goes to chase after him to stop this ritual. And the child, this small child, like an eight-year-old child, running up the stairs, I'm probably even younger than that, probably like six or seven, trying to yeah. run up the stairs after him on his wand is faster than him. <laughs> to give you an idea <laughs> as to how inept this Jeff Warlock character is and how bad of an idea it is for him to ride this wand. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. Like, every every scene with him on that fucking staff is the best. It's so stupid. But, like, to be clear, it's stupid in a way that the movie knows is stupid and it's just kind of goofy fun. Like, I don't want to make it sound like we're insulting yeah. the movie at this point because 
yeah, it's kind of dumb, but the effect is actually good. Like, the effect is not bad. Um, th there's some budget in this. Like, the, di it's Disney, right? They, they I, I use their Disney, Disney money well they, on this film, they, yeah. Yeah, they got some real voice actors and some real actual actors like Ron Howard's dad. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they, the warlock, by the way, the actual actor for this, uh, Harland Williams is actually the, uh, the actor. And, man, he just hams it up. He's great. Mm -hmm. He is, has the most wide eyes this entire time you can imagine. He is having a blast with this movie. He had so much fun with this movie and it comes off on screen, like, really well. It's it works um, so well. So he yeah. every single scene with him in it is just kind of gold because he's just riding around on his cool guy staff, like just hamming it up as Jeff Warlock. He's the nerdiest, <laughs> weirdest, stupidest like, Warlock. It's so we, good. We were saying we were watching idiot. this. We were saying we were watching this, dude. This guy totally played D and D before it even existed. This guy invented oh, God, D and D, yeah. and then Gygax stole the idea. <laughs> He's like, ha -ha, welcome to Jeff Warlock's house. I'll be your GM. Ooh. Oh, God. He's so fucking nerdy. It's so good. Like, Let's one of, one of the towns wants to, like, shove games. him over and, like, put him in a locker. Like, he's, yeah. just, he's just exactly that character. But, like, they know it. And they acknowledge, uh. they kind of acknowledge it and just ham it up and just let him have fun with it. And same with the one thing. Like, it's, sure, it's kind of silly and goofy, but it's... It establishes that he is magic guy, and it's a decent effect. Like, it looks pretty good, and yep. yeah, it's silly slow, but it's just like, it's almost like he's the theater kid, right? Like, I, the other thing that I thought of him as is he's the theater nerd. Like, he comes swooping in, and he's like, this has to have drama! I am the <laughs> warlock! Like, he's, he's the drama teacher yeah. at school, and it's just so good. Like, he's just so ridiculous the whole time. Of course he's not gonna run down the stairs. He's the warlock! He must float in on this fucking stick. It's, like, exactly <sighs> as stupid as it should be for a kid's film. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's just a lot of weird, goofy kind of fun. And I was legitimately, like, kind of... If not laughing, at least smiling a little bit. I just I how legitimately laughed a lot in this movie, and I, that yeah, yeah, is yeah. not at this movie. That is because I was very much enjoying it. Yeah, just because I was entertained. Yeah. I shouldn't be entertained by Spooky Buddies. <laughs> so, I hate it. It's so dumb. Why are we discussing Spooky Buddies seriously? Can we just end? I don't want to do this no, anymore. No, we can't. I, Cameron Aldis of as Sound part... Body and Mind, love Spooky Buddies. <laughs> it's a good Halloween as, film. As part of the Spookoween. We have to enjoy a spooky movie, especially I apparently did enjoy Spooky it. Buddies. I did enjoy it. I don't know it. why. Like, so, yeah. Because the thing is... The way that I felt about this movie, and it, so it starts out with all that wacky stuff, and basically the whole plot of the film then is, because I don't want to go too much into all the details, it doesn't really right. matter. Um, the plot is essentially very much like Hocus Pocus. The warlock goes trying to summon the Halloween Hound again, because uh, modern day it, it jumps forward. The air buddies come into the house, and they awaken the Halloween Hound by saying its name in front of the mirror. Uh, sure. By doing this, this kind of like summons the warlock and he breaks out on Halloween and they have one night to finish the ritual and, you know, let hell loose on Earth. Because they're trying to like, he's trying to establish a portal between like the ghost realm where the Halloween hound, hound lives and real life. So 
okay, sure, we've established our stakes, that's good. There's clear sets of rules, like it has to be done on Halloween night. There's And it sticks with that, right? Like it has sunrise at the end of the movie when they're stopping the ritual because they run out of yeah. time and then you get sucked back into the portal, all that kind of stuff. So then the rest of the movie is him going around trying to uh, get back his staff and his magic spell book and the five puppy souls, which he's now using from the Air Buddies. Hey, look, there's five of them. So that's basically the movie, and the kid's just foiling that plan. The kids and the buddies, there's a split movie Correct. here. And I, I kind of want to uh, compare this really quickly. This is Air Bud 5 again, where there's two different movies. So there's a movie there are, that is yeah. following, the, but it's like, it's the inverse of Air Bud 5. Where Airbud Five, there was like, so there was a movie where it was with the dog and the bird, where they were doing a heist with the weird criminal guys, like where Wolverine with the blob, the blob and Wolverine, yep. Wolverine yep. and the Blob yep. went and did a diamond heist, and they enlisted the use of the bird and Airbud to do it, and that was the best part of that movie because it was just goofy, weird shit, but it was five minutes of the film, and then the rest of it was stupid family drama that sucked. And it was lifeless and static. And this is the exact opposite of that movie. This is, there is 10 minutes of Air Buddies. And then like an hour of kids doing stuff. And the kids stuff is great. There's it's so many, so good. like, there's, it's a great little Halloween movie. Like it feels very much like Hocus Pocus. If you know Hocus Pocus, it's like the witches re revive themselves on Halloween. And to make themselves eternal, like they have to kill some, they have to do some kind of ritual, I forget. And they have to stop them on Halloween night before the sun comes up. And that, it's the mm -hmm. same kind of thing, right? Ritual needs to be stopped from this horrible, like, wizardly kind of character or characters by the end of Halloween night. Same premise, and it's kind of got a lot of the same fish-out-of-water type stuff. You could cut all of the dogs out of this movie, and it would basically just be a Hocus Pocus ripoff, although a good one. And Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... So useless to have the buddies in it. It's just, it feels so tacked on so that they can have uh, dogs in this movie. I feel like this was written as a different movie and then they shoved the buddies into it plot-wise. I think so. Because it's, the, it's the got rest of it is written into it. Yeah, there, there's actual characterization. There's thought put into what they're setting up and what they're paying off. There's a lot of... Like, spooky lore, which is in-universe correct. Yeah. Um, and then you throw in all the cinematography, all the set design, all the, the costume set design. design and cinematography the is music, really good. The music was good. Why yes. was the music good? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's, I, like, there's a lot of care put into this to create that spooky Halloween atmosphere that you expect out of the Hocus Pocus, the Ernest Scared Stupid, the Halloween Town. Any of those children-oriented halloween movies but then you also get another scene where jeff warlock just eats a fucking candy bar with the wrapper on it oh my <laughs> god it's so good it's so good so yeah this is a scene where and like this is where it's so. the perfect kind of hocus pocus energy where he's yeah. pulled forward in time essentially right like from 1937 mm -hmm. into the modern seven day. years later or so and, yeah. yeah and he doesn't understand halloween there's a lot of actually stuff with that that's really really on um probably unintentionally uh, hilarious where he doesn't understand what like fireworks are and stuff and it's like it's the 30s it wasn't like 1830s this is 1937 the dude knew about cars and, and like fireworks and things like that and he's like oh they they cast vile magics in the air that explode <laughs> it's just it's well so like dumb. it's the perfect but opportunity to have a fish out of water on a halloween night when kids are running around 
Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I, and, I don't and blame all that. For like it. the the idea is great. The execution yeah. is great. You just kind of have to like shut your brain off a little bit as to the reason why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's a but... kids film. It is a kids film, right? Like yeah. this is the target audience we talk about is probably like eight year olds. It's not meant somewhere to be, around there. Yeah, yeah. It's not meant to be like for sixteen year olds or something. Like this isn't this ain't complicated stuff. This is pretty straightforward. It's a kids film. But yeah, no, it's great because he's just doing the fish out of water thing, running around to Halloween. And he's like, "Oh, there's there's demons and ghouls everywhere. Who's beating me to summoning these demons? Somebody else has all these powers." And, he, and he's like, he's just hunched going around, so ham like with it. Just he's just going so ham, and he's like all hunched over, and he's like wandering into decorations by accident, and like getting spooked yeah. by fireworks. And then he like knocks oh. on a, a door, and he finds <laughs> a guy that's dressed up. It's their teacher who's dressed oh, up yeah. as Franken Dude. I um, love Franken like, Dude. This <laughs> is a Frankenstein monster, but he's a surfer. It's hey, dude. I don't get why that was a thing. There was, there was a very know. eclectic costume. <laughs> he was like a Frankenstein character in a like a Hawaiian shirt with a surfboard that said that was a gravestone, but with like a bite out of it from a shark with shark blood bite. on it. Like yeah. it is the most wild costume of all time. But he goes and, like, knocks on the door, and he's talking to this guy and, like, doing his whole thing. And he goes, aren't you a little old to be trick-or-treating? And somebody's like, no, I'm, I'm Jeff Warlock. I'm a Warlock. <laughs> he's just hamming it up and doing his whole thing. And the guy's like, all right, I guess I'll give you a candy bar then. And he gives him the candy bar, and he just eats it with the wrapper. Like, he just, he's just staring this dude down just in this most power move you can imagine. Just, like, locks eyes with him and just starts eating it with the wrapper on. And it's, yeah. like, that was, this is the stupid part where, again, like, you have to shut your brain off. Like, it's just a funny scene. Like, I was legitimately howling with laughter over it because he hams it up so much. But, like, he's from 1937. They had candy bars. He knows what a candy <laughs> bar is. This dude's just such a chud that he is eating you with the rapper anyway. He's just doing it to fuck he's, with the guy. He's just it's such a bozo that he does it anyway. It's so good. <laughs> like, Jeff Warlock is the creepiest, <laughs> stupidest fucker around. I love him. He's just, like, he's such a bumbling idiot, but, like, in such a goofy and hammed up, like, They're, weird oh, way. They, oh. they, they had a scene later on where he's surfing on his staff to mm-hmm. get from, like, point A to point B. And as he's landing, the camera is showing him going by this tree. He hits the tree. Yes. I'm like, oh, was that a mistake? Yes. And then he lands and then spits a bunch of fucking leaves out of his mouth. Like, that was not a mistake. That was a setup. That was so yeah, good. Yeah, he just spits a ton of leaves out of his mouth. He's just like... Because <laughs> he's just such a nerd that he can't even ride his own staff around. Like, he's just such a fucking bozo. I fucking, and they I fucking it love up. it. I actually love it. It's so good. Oh, God. Like, yeah, he's played so well as just this super nerdy LARPer dude that thinks that he's this big terror and that, like, you can't take seriously. But it's done in a way where it's still... He's a legitimate threat still, right? Like... Yes. It's weird because, like, they walk a good line of he's a goofy threat, but he's still a threat. Like, he still has... Those scenes where it's like he rips open... There's actually a really cool shot where he's trying to get them out of... Okay, there is the one church, weird thing about this. Yeah, it's a church. I wanted to mention the church because, like, they were safe in the church because there's a whole Jesus. plot line about, like, yeah, he's... Like, they kind of... It's not a Christian movie. Like, it's not a Christian film. It's not they, It's not a Christian film. Until but, it is. <laughs> until it is. Like, they, they, well, they, they do no, it in the most... 
They try and like not mention it a lot though. Like they they're really yeah. trying they don't mention Jesus really, right? It's definitely like, not preachy about it. It's just No, weird. and it's not trying it's like I don't think that it's a Christian film. It just has the Christian iconography in it because they couldn't think yeah. of another way to make these kids safe, I guess. So it was just like he's the power of Christ compels him. It was they they run into the church and he like touches the door and he gets blown back by sparks. Like, and it's like, oh, yeah. and, you know, you, he can't come into uh, the house of God, is what they say. And, like, that's what I mean. They kind of, they're very euphemistic about it. Like, a, a Christian movie would have been like, oh, Jesus protects us. We need to pray. Like, they would, do you know what I mean? Like, they do something like that. And it's not yeah. that. It's, it's done in a very, like, it's done in a very, like, almost Constantine kind of way or something, right? Like, where it's like, the Christian stuff is done as myth almost, like as part of the Halloween myth. It, it's and weird because so there's a lot of myths in yeah. this movie that are kind of mashed together. Yeah. If you think about it, there's the Halloween hound, which is actually Candyman. Because if you say his yes. name three times yeah. in a mirror, he comes out and gets you. There's yeah, it's a little Dracula, bit of the Halloween hound. Which is yeah. Jeff Warlock. He can't enter a church, I guess, because reasons. Yeah, it's kind they, of vampiric. Yeah, yep. they poke fun at Frankenstein with Franken Dude, and they even do like the flash of light when he's on stage later on at the party, and he falls yes. down and knocks on top of Jeff Warlock, you know, thwarting his plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a lot of spooky mythos that's sort of put into the story that really they didn't have to do, but I appreciate no. that it's there. Yeah, no, they build um, up a whole little world around it. They've, they've got this yeah. whole little thing. So, I mean, I think that it's just that, like, they kind of are very euphemistic that he's linking, like, the spirit realm with dark spirits into yeah. the real world. So, I mean, it's a hell portal. Like, they're, but they don't say hell, right? But it's, it, that's what they're doing. Like, and so... You, you can't I think say that's hell why on, they... on this podcast. That's, like, the... <laughs> Can't. So he's linking to heck. He's linking a portal down to heck. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and this gosh darn kids are stopping in by going into that good old church there and talking with our Lord and Savior. But um, no, I, like, but that is what it is. I think that that's kind of the connection is that it's very euphemistic that it's he's basically a Satanist summoning up like demons from hell. And I mean that's very much also in yeah. the hell the Halloween Hound thing where it's it's a hell hound, right? Like basically, yes. There's it's like it, a it's basically that. It's like it's kind of so it does it in a very euphemistic way. Like it's kind of a, a twist on that, and it just goes a little bit to the side and tries to not say too much about God and Jesus. But like they also defeat him with a Bible, where uh, he needs his spell book to finish the ritual. So they say, okay, well we'll bring you your spell book. They and they're doing that under guise to rescue the dogs. They come there, they give him the book. And he opens it up, and it turns out they switch the covers, and it's actually a Bible. And he starts reading, and he goes, Our Father, who are... Ah! Ah! And it, like, bursts him. I, I he, like how like, we read back. it out loud, too. Like, I know. notice immediately. What an idiot. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is perfectly <laughs> in keeping with Jeff Warlock, though. Yeah. God, yeah. Jeff Warlock, you you tool, you absolute what buffoon. An absolute. Even the even the fucking Hellhound at some point gets sick of his shit. Oh yeah, no 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 no. They very subtly at one point the Hellhound goes like, "Well, now that I have the five puppy souls, I don't need that stupid Warlock anymore." Like he just straight up just yeah. is like, "Oh god, that asshole. I don't need God, what a chode. <laughs> like, everybody hates Jeff Warlock. Like his actual name yeah. by the way is actually nerdier than we're making it out to be. Really? Yes, he's Warwick the Warlock. I forgot! 
He is Warwick the Warlock. That is literally his name. He's Warwick Warlock. So no, he he's actually nerdier than we're making him out to be. Oh so in God. case you were wondering if we were hamming it up, we're toning it down. We're making it easier for you to digest it. But yeah, no, like the movie is really solid. I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone because there's just so much good. They have like the hocus pocus scene again. Like a lot of it felt felt hocus pocus to me, where the adult um, who's he takes over Frankendude's mind and is using him as a mm. minion, which actually turns him into Frankenstein essentially because he's, his mind which is written, great. So then he is a zombie and he's going around, which is a great gag, right? Like that now he's actually yeah. and so I have all the adults think that he's just cosplaying basically, right? Like, so, oh, he, man, he's really can, into this role because he's acting like Frankenstein <laughs> and he goes through yeah. the party that they have in the town, like with all he's the just adults down and drinks left and right. Yeah, he's just slamming back all the drinks <laughs> and like they have this whole thing like he goes on stage and he wins the costume yeah. contest like they've got a lot of good little gags in there of all the adults like having no idea what's going on and just being like oh this is such a good trick like the warlock comes on stage and he's like i'm gonna make all of you pay and he's like turning people into frogs and monkeys Whoa, and they're all great. like wow great show this is amazing like they're all just total idiots and it but it gives yeah. a good like cover for the kids to run around and do the kids stuff and not talk to the adults because all the adults are just drunk and having fun at the party and don't really realize. And it's just and a good it, little gag. This is right? a good setup because yeah. if you're going to have a kids' Halloween movie, the first question you ask is why don't they just go to the cops or why don't they just go to the adults? Well, the adults are idiots. They're all fucking drunk. The cops literally don't listen. And uh, one of the dogs said, What in tarnation? and then turned into a statue. So Yeah, the cop dog. There was a dog that's a <laughs> cop, cop dog. That, you know, cop dog. This movie also one, has there's ghost a one to one dog. for everybody. There's a one to one for everybody. So, like, <laughs> every, pretty much every person I, in the film has a. Or at least I, a lot of them have, like, a dog counterpart. So, like, there's the this, warlock. This has and then to be the a JoJo movie. The, it's all their stands. They all have a dog stand. Every character has a dog stand. There's a stone mask that turns people into fucking... I guess it steals their stole or, and turns them into stone. There's technically a vampire with Warwick. Is Warwick Dio? <laughs> I am so angry that I was making the stupid JoJo joke in the middle of the movie because the kid from the beginning... It is yeah. actually an old spooky man that they go to for help, like who ends up helping grave them, kind of like randomly. Home Alone style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ends up being like Home Alone style, where it's like, oh, the spooky man that there's all the stories about actually ends yeah. up being the good guy. He's the kid from the beginning that stopped the first ritual, and he comes back and helps them. And then I'm like, oh man. And he's like, oh, my name's uh, uh, Joseph. And I'm like, oh, man, is he a JoJo? And as I'm saying that, he goes, yeah, <laughs> Joseph Johnston. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Jojo. He's JoJo. <laughs> he's a <laughs> JoJo. He's a JoJo. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's JoJo's bizarre Halloween adventure. It's, it is. Oh, God. Oh, I love but, it. like, well, Warlight, Warwick would work really. Like, Jeff Warlock would 100% be perfect in a JoJo film. Like, he's absolutely a JoJo character. He's he would so be a over JoJo the top. He's so ridiculous. Sure. But, like, yeah, there, there's a lot of good little scenes like that. And, like, there's some actual terrifying scenes. I, I was trying to say that earlier, actually, where I was talking about the church. Um, and then I got sidetracked just talking about the church stuff. But, like, there's a really good scene just, like, how the effects work in this film and how they're actually well shot and good for a spooky stuff. Like, because I kind of want to talk about the sets and everything. Yeah. And part of what doesn't make me... Part of what is confusing to me about this movie. So, 
he's trying to go to the church and like um he can't touch the church so what he does is he like uses his magic and he's like riding his broom and he comes down and there's leaves blowing everywhere like there's this big swirl like tornado of leaves and trash and stuff around him and he rips the doors open and it shows it from inside of the church right like they're all standing in the church and then the doors rip open and like this gust of wind blows out and like blows his hair back and it's just him framed in the doors of the church that's a good shot like that's a really cool little halloween shot for like a kid's film there was a lot of stuff like that his there's house a ton of they... shots like that yeah, and when they go back to his house later on, um, like, well, in the beginning, like, when it's the time skip forward, there's, like, cobwebs everywhere, and, like, the, the set design of this haunted house is perfect. Like, they come in, and, like, the shot of the house is this old house, it's covered in vines, it's got, like, this scraggly dead tree out front, and there's this big fog going through it. It looks great! It looks really good! Like, it doesn't look good for a budget film even like it just looks good period and then we have a shot of a dog talking statically over a green screen i mean oh, it drags the movie also, down so much there's also the shot of the casper dog which yes. is all cg which yes. looks incredibly shitty except for the time when they cut a like styrofoam little ghost dog head and then put it under a sheet yeah, that was clever. Stick. So they did a thing that actually where, looks good. <laughs> yeah, well, and it was just a clever story point too, because yeah. this ghost is scaring all of the puppies whenever it tries to talk to them, and it's trying to talk to them like, "No, you have to stop the ritual." It's the dog that got its soul ripped out, but didn't yep. actually get swallowed up by the hound. So the soul's been left behind. So the soul's been left Ooh. behind, and so it's a ghost. Yeah, and it's been trying to explain to our heroes, both the humans and the dogs, what's going on. But it's a ghost, and they get scared of it and, like, run away, and they don't listen to it and stuff. So when, on Halloween night, it goes into a, like, there's a kid that comes along that's a ghost, like, dressed as a ghost. And it scares the kid, and then it steals his costume. And so it's this floating ghost costume for the ghost, so that it can Which talk to them and be like, yeah, it's a clever little thing where it, it can, you know, pretend like it's a kid and be like, oh, you... Did you not hear about how Warwick's up on the hill doing a dark ritual? You need to stop him. So, you know, like little things like that are kind of clever. And that, this is what I don't get though. So, my thought behind this film when I was first going through it was like, okay, just like mm -hmm. you did, this has to be somebody had a actual good idea and a decent script for a Halloween movie for kids. And then it got bought by the Airbud people. Like, it got optioned by them or whatever. And then they made it into an Airbud film. And that's why you kind of have, like, the dogs just kind of crowbarred into this. Because it feels like they're inserted. Like, they don't feel it, natural in the flow of this film in a lot of ways. It was definitely inserted and after. It feels, um, well, it feels like it. But this is the thing. This is what I don't get about it. Is that... Because it feels like, like when we saw Airbud 5, that movie is lazy. Like, that movie yes. is lazy as hell. It is all montages of the same thing over and over and over. You can tell that there was extensive reshoots that they just didn't care about, or they had a, a beach. And it's just a beach. It's just a public beach. So it's not like it wouldn't be that hard, I wouldn't think, especially when you're Airbud and you have, like, Disney behind you and everything, to actually just go down to that beach and get a license to shoot there, right, and finish your film. And they didn't go back to it when they did reshoots they did a green screen and it's super obvious like there's a bunch of things like that where they just like ah eh, we'll just fix it all in post and it's all green screened and it's all terrible 
and it's really, really lazy and hacked together because of this that. movie has a heart, and this movie though, isn't like that. This movie is the exact shouldn't. opposite of that. <laughs> this movie has like super detailed sets and really well shot cinematography and like actual like costumes for everybody, like good costumes, like really good costume design for some of it. And what and I don't get is I'm looking scene? at it. So I looked at it. I looked up like who it's written by and who's directing it. And the director is Robert Vince. And it's written by Anna McRoberts and Robert Vince. And the thing is, is that all of their stuff is just all of the Airbud movies. So what the hell happened? Why is this one suddenly good? Like, what yeah. happened that made this film different than Airbud 5, where they actually cared and they did it? Right? See, my thought was they were trying to write a script for a Disney Channel made-for-TV movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're... Here's my thought. They have an already existing film franchise called Halloween Town, which is essentially the same thing. So okay. I'm thinking that they, they wrote that. They're like, let's get the hell out of this fucking Airbud franchise. Please to God, accept my Halloween movie so I can get out of this. Oh, this would be great for Air Buddies. Fuck. <laughs> they just made them do it. I think Maybe. that's what happened. Maybe. Like, you don't write the script for a fucking buddies movie. You write the script because you're trying to get out of being a buddies movie director, you know? Or yeah. writer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, this is a direct-to-DVD film. and It was. I, yeah. And honestly, at, like, as somebody who's had to watch a lot of kid films for a lot of different reasons, this is much better than most theatrical releases. I would not have been upset if I was forced to see this in theaters. No. I, no, I wouldn't have been super mad. This is no. not stupid. Why do I like Air Buddy? Why do I like Spooky Buddies? <laughs> Why is Spooky Buddies the film that we're like, it, it seems like it's yeah, it's pretty good. Care. Somebody really likes it. It's a good, good, good movie. I mean, like, they yeah. spent, they must have spent money on it. We can't find any information on what they spent for money, but, like, music is by Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. By Danny Elfman. I mean, there's also uh, Brom Wagner in there as well, is what it says. Like, but by Danny Elfman and Brom Wagner, it's like got Harlan Williams and uh, like there's a bunch of actors and things in it. Like Rance Howard is the old man, so he's Joe Joseph Joe Star. He's Joseph Johnston. Jojo. Uh, he's Jojo. And we have like uh, Skylar Gizondo is the kid, which people might not recognize, but he's uh, in Santa Clarita Diet, which is one of my favorite TV shows. Uh, has been for a little while. He's really, really good in that. And so he's one of the main characters in there. And they, they kind of got him as a child actor. Deborah Jo Rupp is one of the voices. Like, there's... Ryan Stiles is the um, owl that is Warlock's familiar. Like, Diedrich Bader is the Halloween Hound. It, it just... They've got real actors. Like, this movie cared. Why did this movie well, care? They cared up to a certain point. There's a point in the film, which is all the buddy scenes, where they don't care. And you yes. can tell, because how do they deal with the oh, Halloween hound? Oh, boy. So the Halloween hound, we were talking about earlier, he jumps into a scene in the middle of all of them. Uh, one of the dogs, which is Sporty Dog, which is definitely not a Spice Girl. Hold up. No, 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 no. I need to correct you exactly, because this is... We're going to get into some deep Air Buddies lore here. They are all various names, and that yeah. one specifically... Hold, hold up, hold up. So there's B-Dog, who is yeah, the Yeah, B-Dog, the, the one who dog. says, yo, what up, dog, dog? What up, dog? Yep. That's his joke. That's his only joke. Yes. 
There is yeah. Buddha. Uh, there's Rosebud. And mm-hmm. there's Mudbud, who is a Who's pig pen. Completely filthy Dude, fucking dog at all times. This filthy fucking animal. Just like, because. sucks. It kind of sucks. But so there's Mudbud, but that one specifically, it's wearing a sports jacket and stuff. But it's because it's not because he's like the sporty dog, I don't think, as much as he's meant to be the couch potato, likes watching stuff, because his name is Butterball. I hate it. And that is spelled with D's, my friend. Butterball. Anyway, Butterball, Butterball the football so dog. It's because he's the uh, fat starts Butterball eating a jar dog. of like human eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Which yep, is really fucking weird and out of nowhere at the end of the that movie. Was strange. Yeah, there was a jar like, of eyeballs. Oh man, in the these house are great. Like, oh, these are great. Oh, yeah, do you think you think there'd be a gross out moment? So like one of the dogs says, Hey, Butterball, those are real human eyes. What are you doing? And he's like, Yeah, they're a little chewy. <laughs> Keeps doing it. It Like, come on. (laughs) So, so the Halloween hound jumps down. He's like, haha, I got all your souls now. You're all gonna die. Which, get over here. And then, like, one of the other dogs is like, his his finishing move, his his stand's ultimate attack is that he breathes, uh, he breathes this, like, goo onto people. It's like a noxious gas or something. Yeah, it turns them to stone and steals their It's 100% a JoJo's stand. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all, anyway. So, so he, he jumps down, he says that. Uh, the rapper dog's like, hey, can you eat Butterball first? Because I don't want to die and I want him to die first. That'd be great. And Butterball's like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> and he's like, no, I got a plan. Let him eat you. So, yep. so, so the fucking hound starts breathing his stand noxious gas. And then because Butterball was eating these human eyeballs, he lets out just a huge fucking noxious fart which they is so to animate. they animated, they animated it. it a they lot animated actually. the fart yep. and it, it's so noxious that it overpowers the fucking, <laughs> the his, fucking dark, his dark demon from the Halloween and shoots it back at the hound who can apparently steal his stonify himself I don't know how that works but that is that one of they, the parts that does not make sense. They in the kill world the hound with a fucking gigantic, smelly fart. <laughs> that is a thing that they do in this they movie. They did not give a shit about that. Remember how we said all. all of the parts with the dogs suck? Yeah, this one was good, though. <laughs> okay, this is, this, yeah, this is the exception. I'll actually agree with that. This part was, I was laughing. Because it's so fucking stupid. I want to pretend that I was angry at this, but I actually laughed. (laughs) I shouldn't put on airs that I I didn't enjoy the fart joke. The fart joke was actually, like, the only thing that kind of redeems this part. This movie has a lot of um, physical props, too. The problem is they tend to go from physical props to 3D animation of those props, which makes them look shitty. So, like, they'll have, like, a, a styrofoam head with a sheet over it, or they'll have uh, an owl statue mm-hmm. that's fallen to the ground, but it's made of rubber, so it fucking vibrates for some reason. Yeah. And they, and they have, like, real rats moving down a staircase that then turn into animated rats that are fucking miserable to look at. Yeah, within um, a half second, like, basically, they turn into rats, like if, they run down the staircase as real rats, and then it zooms yeah. in to ta- have them talk, and they're super CGI animated, and they look worse than Ratatouille. Like, they look more cartoony than that, and it's yeah. like, ooh, going from real rats to that is jarring. Like, there, there's bits and pieces 
sprinkled here and there of this film. You're like, oh, that's really cool. I'm glad they did some physical, you know, real effects for that. That looks great. They used real fireworks. They had a literal pyrotechnician on staff. Like, yes. this looks there's great. There's a lot of Oh, that looks awful. There's a lot of pyrotechnics, yeah. And then suddenly, <laughs> like, there's, they it's pull out a little bit of whiplash rash. in that aspect. Which yeah, and the, we got the, way the more whiplash in Airbud 5, mind you, but... <laughs> a lot more. A lot. Well, so did that girl that got hit with the ball. <laughs> yeah, that did. too. Jesus. <laughs> no scoping her from outside of the window. Oh, yeah. God. I... I mean, I don't know what to talk about with this film. Like, it's just kind of good. I just liked it. It, It's weird to me that, like you said, it might be something like that these creators wanted out of the Airbud franchise Maybe. and wanted to do more stuff. I'm one, I'm starting to wonder, you know what we have to do now? This is the problem. We have, we've invited this curse into our home on Spooktober, my do friend. Do we have to watch the whole Airbud Cinematic Universe? We have to watch the whole Airbud Cinematic Universe to oh know if God. that's the case. We need to, we have to do the deep dive. We've got to find out how far down the rabbit hole it goes. Did they put this much care into all the buddies' movies? When did they stop oh caring God. in the Airbud franchise? Which ones do they care about? Which ones are lazy hacks? We've got to find it out. We need to know. We've got to go deeper. This I just is our dark life... curse that we opened I... on Spooktober. Uh, I just saw my life flash before my eyes in <laughs> all Airbud movies. It's all Airbud. It's all Airbud for the end of time. We are not uh, going to do all Airbud movies for this podcast. No. Stop! Stop sending us your messages. We're not doing all of them in a row. I can't take it. Airbud Five like... was one of the worst things we've done. <laughs> I hate it. Please don't make me do it. I'll stop. If you would like us to do the whole Beethoven franchise, please email us. Oh, cuts cast at gmail.com. Yeah, woo. Let us know anyway, if you want to go in for Beethoven the 8th. I, I, I really like a lot of the film, though. Yeah. There's yep. so much Halloween joy in this movie that I did not expect that I thoroughly enjoyed. And that I actually legitimately found entertaining. So, I like I this movie as a Halloween movie. It's like one of my top kids movies for that. This is one of those things that I can't yes. actually... Yeah, I mean, like, I, I can't actually be dunking on it. Like, I wanted to, to go into this and make a bunch of jokes about how yeah. bad it is and unintentional humor in it and garbage that it has. And I was expecting it to be awful. And maybe that's part of why we look at it as being so good. Because we expected, like, the bar that I had for this was the lowest that I've ever had for any of the movies. Like, when I came into this, my expectations were absolute rock bottom. And that might be one of the reasons why I'm looking at this a little bit the way that I am. But, yeah, like, I kind of ended up just enjoying it, and I don't really want to dunk on it a bunch. I do want to ask a question, though, which is, what is the cutest dog in this film? Because it does have I, that. There are a lot, uh, like, the one thing that it does right with the dogs is there are a little few scenes of every dog where they're not animated doing a few little tricks or something, like putting a paw over their face and, like, yeah. looking down ashamed or, like, doing roll over and, like, fetch and stuff, like, little tricks. I'd have to go with Pip, which is the little beagle puppy that yep. got murdered and then unmurdered. Man, the dead dog the actual, is the cutest dog. It's just the, the, the best. The dead dog is just, like, the cutest. Um, <laughs> which, it's I don't so know why bad so many they had to animate it as this horrible ghost watched, for most but... of the movie. 
Like, why did we have yeah. to watch it as a horrible ghost when it was like the cutest little be- beagle? So it's, it's just a tiny little beagle yeah. pup that is just the biggest eyed. Like, it's got like the really nice long droopy ears that beagles do that are like right on the ground. And it's got these big, big, big soulful eyes. And in every scene that it's not animated, it really comes across as just like wanting to run over and get pets from whoever's off screen. Like it just feels it's like it's cute. looking at its handler like really expectantly, like hoping that the handler like runs over and pets him. You can just, there's some kind of feel like that to that dog. It's great. Uh, real quick, I would give that dog an 11 out of 10. I'm going to rate it. Oh, absolutely. The other dog that I wanted yeah. to talk about is I actually really liked Zelda. Zelda was just a, a throwaway dog. Um, one of the better oh, parts of the dog storyline. Yeah, one of the better parts of the dog storyline. They go to a medium because so, they're like, okay, well, we've got this ghost. How do we get rid of this ghost? Because this ghost keeps following us around. And, like, what do we, what do, we do about it? And so they're like, oh, well, like, there's this psychic medium in town, and she says that she talks to ghosts and things. So they bring her in. They bring the dog, the ghost dog, in to talk to this medium, and the dog immediately faints and plays dead because she's a fucking charlatan. It's wonderful. Like, the movie knows. The movie's immediately yeah. like, she's like, I have, I've never done this for real. Like, of course not. I'm, I am a psychic. Like, psychics are frauds. I'm a fraud. <laughs> she's straight yeah. up a fraud. But she's a really cute Chinese crested dog, which are like, they're the dogs, if you don't know them, they're kind of like ratty looking. They're very. They're a dog that's so ugly that they're super cute, is basically what it is. They, they're they a stack overflow of the dog, right? They're ugly enough, like, they get, like, these horrible underbites and overbites, and, like, they're really ratty manes and things, and they just end up being so ugly that they're actually incredibly cute. And this dog pretending to play dead was one of the best scenes. Like, the the ghost just jumping out and it's going like, ah, and, like, falling over and playing dead <laughs> was very good. Yeah, but they, they kind of enlist her help for a little bit, and... Yeah, she's the whole time is like, I'm just a medium. I don't do any of this. This is all just entertainment. I ain't, I don't do this shit. It's real good. I, I would give that dog a palm reading out of 10. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but follow it, the like, ley lines, Cam. Follow the ley lines. Follow the ley lines. <laughs> My ley lines say that we have another... Oh, goodness. Hold up. Just just one moment. Um, we have... How many Air Buds movies are there? There's in, 16 in, our, in the franchise. In, we watched in, two. Okay, in our, okay, I was going to say, in our future, uh, we have 14. Uh, I've read, read your palm, and in your palm, there are 14 Air Buddies movies in your future. <laughs> the spookiest thing of all. <laughs> uh, and that's just real quick, before, before we wrap up, real quick, sure. there were two scenes I wanted to talk about of that course. we yeah, yeah. glossed over. There's one where Frank and Dude mentions that he did acid in the 80s after oh my the God, gets yes. worn off. Yeah, that's a yeah. really good like parent joke. Yes, <laughs> and then the second one is when the grave robber JoJo smacks Jeff Warlock on the back of the head with a shovel, and then just like, "Hey, we got to get out of here before he gets up." Instead of you know, killing him with the shovel. <laughs> yeah, we were like, "Finish him off! Finish just him off!" Do it. <laughs> Those two scenes are do it, you coward. <laughs> but yes. I think neither of us would would want to rate this movie, but we would both recommend it for your Halloween viewing. <laughs> Oddly, well, like, somehow. I, uh, I, uh, yes. I don't know that I'd recommend it. I would like okay. I recommend it in the way that if you have to watch a kids Halloween film, yes. it's acceptable. Like that. Don't go into this thinking it's actually just going to be good. But if you're going into it expecting something atrocious, it's not. It's a, it's a decent Halloween film for kids. 
That's mm -hmm. how I... I, I want to add context to my recommendation for this. <laughs> I have... I have a life to protect and a reputation, friend. I you remember I your need first to... Ilion. <laughs> Ilion I, quote. One of my all-time favorite movies. Spooky is Bunnies Spooky is Buddies. my favorite Halloween movie. End yeah. quote. <laughs> my name's Ilion, and Spooky Buddies is my favorite Halloween movie on the Citadel. No, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be it. That's the podcast. Yeah, no, this is the podcast. I, I, I wanted to dunk on this movie more. Why can't I dunk Ooh. on this movie more? I want to know why Spooky has Buddies... Why, why does Spooky Buddies get respect? And who the fuck is Oliver Daly? Hey, thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. We recently hit 500 downloads. Yeah, we did, did we? on our first episode. That's awesome. That's really uh, we're cool. making really good progress. More importantly, we're making entertaining content, which you are actually enjoying. So thank you so much for... The kind words on social media as well. Thank you for sharing this out. Yeah, uh, it, it really know. does mean a lot to us. We, I know that we talk about yeah. it every time, but the only way that we get this podcast out to people is by other people sharing it. <laughs> like us us yep. mentioning it on our own social media, and then if you just mention it on yours. And so every time that you retweet us, every time that you mention that you like the podcast, every time you share it on Reddit or on Twitter or Facebook or go into a random grocery store and, you know, start grabbing strangers' kids and saying, hey, you ever seen Spooky Buddies? Don't <laughs> do Whenever do you do that. that kind of thing, we don't want to know and, about it because well, that's probably illegal. But if you're sharing it on social media, it's probably fine. And that, we like Jeff do Warlock 100% does that. <laughs> Jeff, Warlock is, Jeff Warlock is definitely the kind of dude that's, like, running around like, hey, kids, you seen Spooky Buddies? It's all the kids <laughs> in a fucking store. Oh my god, that nerd would absolutely do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Alright, well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>